Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hey, hey everyone. I hope you are having an amazing week so far. I'm excited to be back here in the journaling chair for this week's episode. And today I wanna answer a question that I often ponder over. And it's so important in our journaling because journaling as we've explored many times is about this inner journey to find the real you, the deeper you, the sacred you, the part of you that has access to insights and wisdom, the part of you that knows. And journaling becomes a profound experience, a profound personal growth environment, a profound space to evolve and elevate and grow into your best self if you are able to go deep enough. Sometimes we struggle to go deep and and when we stay within the surface and the superficial, often we end up pondering over the same questions and we just don't get that satisfaction of really peeling away and really finding and discovering the magic and the genius and the power and the potency that lies within. So today in this episode, I'd love to talk through some of the reasons why we struggle to go deep enough and then provide some remedies, some ways that I ensure my journaling is rewarding and meaningful and purposeful. So let's dive in. And let's start with some of the reasons that we can struggle to go deep. And number one, time. Like how often does time become the reason you don't go into your journal? How often is time the reason you step away before you've really got under the surface of something? You know, you know how things are. It's, we lead busy lives. We have lots of things pulling our attention and our focus. We have things to do. And sometimes the journal becomes deprioritized because something else feels more pressing. Something else feels more important. And sometimes we can be journaling and the mind is just going on a different train of thought, thinking about all the other things that you have to do. And so it feels easier to close the journal, tell ourselves we'll come back to it later and then move on to something else. And this is this is a shame. And I've done this many times in my life when I've stepped away. And sometimes it's the the access point. Journal is the key. It's It's the place where if we sit that little bit longer, we can find something else, something that we're craving, something that we're desiring. And impatience is another reason why we sometimes don't go deep enough. We live in this age of instant gratification. We have shorter attention spans. Our attention spans are becoming shorter and shorter because of the onslaught and avalanche of information that we're faced and put in front of every day. As a result, we, we want quick rinse. It's, it's why we scroll, look for the next video, the next Facebook post, the next Instagram feed, etc. But this impatience can stop us from moving beyond the point where it feels easy. 
And this is why resistance is such a big thing, such a big barrier, such a big wall that can prevent us going deeper. Sometimes that resistance shows up because we just don't have the discipline to sit any longer. We don't have the desire to tackle something that feels harder because resistance is that. Resistance is that point of, oh, we knock up against something, there's suddenly friction, it's no longer easy. And we might just step away because that's the easy thing because of the instant gratification. Sometimes the resistance shows up as a protective mechanism, a fear of what might lie behind that next level. We might be mentally reluctant to go somewhere for protection, for avoidance. Resistance is a real thing and it shows up differently for all of us. And it can be powerful and potent to know how resistance feels for each of us. Because on the other side of resistance, on the other side of impatience, on the other side of lack of time, is the things that are beyond the obvious. It's the opportunity to crack open new insights. It's the invitation to make new discoveries. It's the promise of depth and the reward of fresh insights, fresh ideas, fresh wisdom, inherent knowing, and perhaps most importantly, our truth. And this is why it can pay to cultivate the ability to go deeper. This is why I encourage you to cultivate the discipline to sit a little longer, to give yourself the opportunity to pull away additional layers of yourself through the journaling to really discover what else is there. And so here are some techniques that I use. And the first technique is to ask deeper questions or ask different questions. If you're always asking yourself the same questions, you'll keep turning over the same points, the same ideas and the same experiences. So you might not end up going anywhere. You might be kind of dancing and playing in the same space. And this can get bored and sometimes frustrating. So a different question or a deeper question creates a portal that can take you somewhere new. It can crack open our inner doors to reveal the mysteries within. It's why I always share journaling prompts in these episodes so that you have different questions to explore. Because the mind loves answering questions. The mind, when it has a question presented, it gives the mind something to hook onto, something to contemplate, something to explore, something to focus its attention and its energy onto. So stream of consciousness journaling is amazing for getting in touch with what's actually there in the moment. But a question can be that focal point, the spiritual searchlight, as it talks about in the in the Master Key System book. So questions are a great thing to have to hand because they can elevate your journal experience and they can take you to new depths. And that's where the seat of massive rewards lie. So the second technique I use is intentional noticing. It's about shining the light of awareness on the experience of wanting to step away from discovering more. So it's about getting curious. For example, does your resistance have a voice? If so, what is it saying? I invite you to literally write out the monologue as it shows up. I do this often and this this practice can be massively revealing and also incredibly liberating because what happens when I write 
out the resistance, I often find a voice or some beliefs or thoughts I didn't know were driving me. And as we know, awareness is power. The second something is brought into our conscious awareness, the second we can do something about it. When it sits in our subconscious, our unconscious, it's just running there and we don't realise we're being driven by it. But brought into conscious awareness, we get choice. We get the power to make new decisions. And then life can unfold in new ways. Now, another thing to be curious of is whose voice is that resistance? Is it someone you know? Is it an archetype? Is it a character? My chances are it's not going to be the deepest, most authentic you that is speaking when it's holding you back. So it can be powerful to label the voice and then to express that, to express the words of that voice, as we've just been talking about, so you can understand what is it saying? How is it suppressing you? How is it limiting you? How is it shaping you? How is it stopping you from going deeper? Now, another practice is to notice if your resistance has a feeling. Oh, this is this is so powerful. This is something I've been exploring more and more recently because I'm realising that actually I can often step away or hold myself back when I'm feeling something I can't hold or I feel uncomfortable with. And what I've been doing is inviting myself to sit with that feeling. So common feelings for me are frustration, irritation, annoyance, and I can feel it when I stop the mind and just sit with how it feels physically. It's it's so uncomfortable. And my tendency in the past would be to have stepped away or to have done something to ease that uncomfort. But I'm realising there's something beyond that discomfort. And we can find that truth when we are willing to sink underneath the resistance, when we're willing to sink underneath the voice and emotions of resistance. And a powerful way to do that is through breathing. The reason breathing works, or the reason it works for me is because it helps to keep my awareness in my body and in the present moment. It stops my mind dancing somewhere else. It stops me from reaching for my phone to get some quick wins or some um, a feeling of, a good feeling from Instagram or Facebook, for example. It keeps me sitting in my actual experience. Breathing also calms me. It gives me the courage to, okay, this is just a feeling. I can move through this. And I found that breathing is often enough to stop me from dancing away from the gateway to more, which is usually the reason why I find myself shutting down or wanting to step away from the uncomfortable feelings. It's almost like I'm telling my body, I'm telling myself, I'm staying. I'm going to resist the instant gratification call to step away from the journal into something more comfortable. I'm going to allow myself to go through whatever is there instead of stepping back. I just pause. I breathe. I feel. And I ask myself, what, what's, what now? What's, what's there? And I write out what, I've, what I'm thinking, what I'm hearing what I'm experiencing. And as a result, deeper insights come through. I connect ever more deeply with my truth and I'm getting clearer and clearer about who I am. Now, I'll be honest, this practice isn't always easy. The call to step away is usually strong and enticing because it is the easy way out. It's the most comfortable way out. Who wants to sit through resistance? 
Who wants to sit feeling uncomfortable when you know if you step, stepped away from the journal, you'd feel better instantly? No, but the discipline, the practice of sitting with it to see what else is present, to go on that deeper dive, to really embrace the inner journey to the next level. It's where the wealth of insight and wisdom bubbles up. And I'm going to say something here that, I, again, I've been thinking about this more and more recently. Like, I believe right now our world needs more depth. I feel really passionate about this. Like depth is the realm of deeper thinking, of ingenuity, of innovation, of clarity, of truth, of individual truth. Like right now, we live in a world where we breathe instant gratification. And I think the social media age, this digital age, this information age, it's all played a part. The avalanche of information has caused our attention spans to diminish. 24-7 entertainment has caused us to not be able to sit with boredom, not be able to sit with discomfort. We can calm our uncomfortable feelings instantly by going online, by looking at stuff. So in this way, going deeper than you think is possible in your journal is, is an act of rebellion in some ways. It's, a, it's saying, no, no, I'm not going to go for the instant gratification. I'm going to sit with myself for longer. I'm going to sit with the discomfort. I'm going to sit the resistance because I know it's going to connect me to the truth of who I am. And that's what happens. The journal is a connection to your brilliant mind, to your creative insight, to your truthful and unique perspective. And that's why it's powerful and why we're having this conversation today, because I want you to know that depth, however tricky it is for you to access, is also the realm that holds potent liberation. And I'd love for you to know what happens when you go and find it for yourself. So as always, I'd love to leave you with a prompt today. And the prompt is, what does resistance feel like for you? I invite you to explore the emotion of it, the voice of it, the physical sensations of it. Shine the light of awareness on your personal experience of resistance. And you'll discover that this is a powerful act for elevating self-trust, self-awareness and self-ownership. And ultimately, your best self. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you do, please rate and review the show. It's so powerful for us to help other people find this writing your best self. Uh, you can come communicate with us on social media. We are at Best Self Co. I am at Georgina Almashady. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to know how you enjoy journaling. And until next time, get to writing. <laughs>